Has the winter season taken a toll on your tile, upholstery, carpet? Call Cyclone Cleaners, 570-726-6200. For all your carpet, upholstery, and ceramic tile cleaning needs, it's Cyclone Cleaners. Also offering odor treatment and soil and stain guard. Choose the only cleaning company that supplies the water to clean your home and disposes of it when they are finished. Call Cyclone Cleaners to schedule your cleaning today, 570-726-6200. When I was in the very, very darkest of my addiction, Jake actually had to be the one to physically remove me from my mother's house. And I know how hard that was for him at the time, but he absolutely 110% saved my life because from that moment forward, I was forced to figure out, um, you know, what I can do to lead a better life. Welcome to the Superhuman Life. I'm your host, Frank Rich, and this is the only podcast in the world dedicated to helping men break free from the shackles of addiction through the power of faith and fitness. It is our goal with every episode to help you take back control and rebuild your body, mind, and spirit. And we do so by bringing you real and raw conversations with people just like you, aiming to find their place in this world while dealing with the everyday struggles and battles that we all face. Now, it is my belief that we were all created for a specific purpose. And if we can harness that belief or faith, then take control of our mind and body or fitness, then we can ultimately create the life that we've always dreamed about, our own superhuman life. I want to let you know how grateful and blessed I am to have you here with me today. Let's get on to today's show. What is going on, guys? Welcome back to The Superhuman Life. We are at episode 13, and I just need to tell you, uh, we're just getting better and better with every single one of these shows that we do. The guests coming on are improving. Uh, my ability to organize, run, and lead these conversations are improving. Um, and I have to be honest with you, I really feel like this episode today, what you're about to hear, is probably some of the best work that we've done. Now, it's unique in the fact that we have two guests. Uh, it's also unique in the fact that we have a female on the show. You guys know the mission of this podcast. It is to help men overcome uh, all the challenges that they face with addiction and really break free from their shackles. Uh, we do that through the power of faith and fitness. Um, but the reason we have a female on the show here today uh, is twofold. A, because... One, because she has an incredible story uh, to share with really overcoming some challenges. And I think that there's a lot of takeaways for men out there, uh, whether maybe some of these uh, challenges that uh, one of our guests was facing um, are relevant in their lives, but also maybe bring into light um, some, of the, some of the daily struggles and challenges that women in your life are, are facing. Um, now, our second guest is her brother. And he's with us today because of what he's doing in the world and the real impact he is having in people's life from a fitness standpoint. Now, he's changing the approach. He's changing the mindset. He's changing the philosophy and how he works with his clients, uh, because I think we all have kind of the ex exterior viewpoint of fitness when we hire a trainer, when we embark on a training plan, when we embark in a diet, we're looking for the physical change. How is our body going to look differently from the outside? And I think while that can be a very important part in it, especially from a competitive uh, bodybuilder's background, 
I think tapping into the inside first, really learning to love yourself and take care of yourself and heal yourself from the inside first, uh, it's going to lead you to obviously um, a, a much happier life on the inside, but I think it's going to ultimately lead you to a better exterior version of yourself as well. Um, so, so we're going to, so I have Jake with me here today because it was a lot of what his sister went through and how he was there with her that has motivated and driven him, uh, to do the work that he's doing today. And you're going to hear that trickled out throughout this story. But like I said, guys, this is awesome, uh, because I get to, I get to talk to a brother and sister, uh, that are making real impact in the world. Uh, so without further ado, I want to introduce them and then we're going to get into the episode because, uh, there's just, there's, there's, there's so much value. There's so much takeaway. There's so much impact really jam packed into this show. So I know you guys are going to get so much out of that. But before I do that, guys, if you are a first time listener to this, uh, to this podcast, um, if you're listening on iTunes, if you're listening on any of those other Stitcher, Podbean, wherever you're listening, um, if you could do us two things, if one, you can leave us a, a five-star rating and written review, um, guys, like I said, this this podcast is driven by my mission to really help men overcome the battles of addiction through the power of faith and fitness. And the only way I can do that is if I can continue to get the show in front of more and more people. And one way that you can help in doing that is by leaving us a five-star rating and a written review. Also, if you know somebody out there that this story is going to resonate, just one person, um, it doesn't matter male, female, it doesn't matter where they are in their life. Um, if you know that the information, the content the value jam-packed in this episode can possibly help uplift them out of a place where they're in their life right now. Please do us this one thing and just share us or share this episode with them. So let me go on and let me introduce uh, our two our, our two guests and then we'll we'll get on with the show. First and foremost, we have Jake Coyle, who's the founder of Grindset Fitness. Um, and his mission is to help you feel better from the inside out. Now, Jake is a certified National Academy of Sports Medicine personal trainer. That's the NASM for all you trainers out there. Um, he's a corrective exercise specialist and also a precision nutrition nutritionist. Uh, and he holds a Bachelor of Science degree in exercise and wellness with a minor in nutrition from Arizona State University. Now, he's been at this for over 10 plus years. And like I said, he's leading the movement uh, with Grindset Fitness um, helping women specifically, uh, but both men and women um, overcome shoulder back pain and just really improving their overall health. Now, his sister, who's also here with us today, was a real driving force and factor in why he got into the work that he's doing today. So Chaley Cording is an advocate of human connection. She works in business development for drug and alcohol treatment centers and helps people admit to treatment. She has been clean and sober for almost eight years and is passionate about helping people find themselves through self-love and purpose. Uh, Chaley is in the process of finishing her master's degree in counseling and plans to help women overcome their trauma and struggles in order to live a happy and meaningful life. And guys, that's the what this episode is all about. Loving yourself from the inside out, making real impacts, overcoming challenges, overcoming struggles, overcoming trauma. So without further ado, guys, episode 13 of The Superhuman Life, Loving Yourself from the Inside Out with Jake Coyle and Shaley Cordy. Shaley and Jake, guys, I can't tell you how incredibly blessed and just excited I am to have you here today. Um, I know we were chatting, you know, for a few minutes before before hopping on here, but like I said, I've had uh, women reach out to me multiple times saying, "Frank, you need to have a female on the show." Uh, so, Shaley, first of all, congratulations for being the first uh, female on the Superman Life. Incredibly honored to have you here today. Thank you. 
And Thank you so much for having me. Yeah, no, I think uh, I think there's going to be a lot of uh, a lot of impact and a lot of uh, you know real value that we can get out of here today. Um, and alongside with you, Jake, uh, Jake Coyle, owner of Grindset Fitness and Grindset.com. Welcome to the show, brother. Thank you. Thank you so much. Yeah. So, so like I was saying, you know, there's, um, we're about 13 episodes in, so we're still kind of breaking, you know, breaking the show in and obviously we're having, we're having a few first. So this is the first dual guest, uh, episode as well. Um, and it's, this one's for the ladies and it's, it's not just specifically for the ladies, but it's for the men in the ladies lives. Um, Shaley, I can, you know, like I told you when we were speaking beforehand, um, I saw your testimonial on Jake's site. Um, so, so for those of people that don't know out there, um, like I mentioned, Jake is the owner of Grindset Fitness. Um, it's a gym based out of Arizona. Is, is, is that correct? Yep. Scottsdale, Arizona. Scottsdale, Arizona. And you also have an online program that you work with, uh, women. Now you, you really focus in on, on helping women, um, overcome, you know, body image issues, build, build their bodies, et cetera, et cetera. Is, is, is that, is that correct? Correct. So, I mean, our whole philosophy is a physical, spiritual, and emotional program. So we, we know that the physical goal is just the exterior goal, but through the process of what we've designed, if we can unpack the limiting beliefs and really hone in on everyone's mindset that we work with, especially women. And that's where Chaley can come in and really come in and say, Hey, that might be your physical goal, but let's also create some sustainable mindset strategies around that. So that when you do lose the weight, you keep it off forever because you see a lot of people, you see the before and after from a four month program, but what you don't see is one year, two year, three years down the line. Can they sustain it mentally and physically? And so that that's what our program encompasses um, the whole, the whole picture. Yeah. And I, and I love that so much. And I've gone through, you know, phases in my life as a bodybuilder where, you know, like I was sharing with you earlier, it's like, I was purely focused at certain points in my life on the exterior, but I know that there's so much that can, that can truly change a person's life if they have the right coach and the right person by their side. And, and Jake, I think you and your team over that, I think that's what you guys are doing. Um, and like I, like I was, was, was getting to with, with your testimonial Chaley on the site, like, I had to watch it a handful of times as I was kind of prepping, prepping for the show. I was just kind of, you know, you know, looking around the side and everything and trying to get background on, on who Jake and, you know, where, you know, where you really talked about kind of like how he stepped in and, you know, helped you from the inside out. And, and my goal with the show today, or, you know, with, with this particular episode is, you know, how can we, how can we use maybe your story, Chaley? Because it's just been, it's been life transformation. I know, you know, you are, Obviously, you're related to Jake, uh, but I think, you know, having you guys on here together, um, you know, and what Jake is doing, the goal is, you know, for the guys that are listening out there, you know, we talked on every single episode about overcoming addiction, getting out of depression, like those real dark moments in your life. And, you know, I've had people reach out to me. It's like, Frank, I love you, but this is, this is not who I am. So for those of you that this is you, um, this episode is for you from the male perspective. And for the females out there, the ones that are reaching out, We're talking about some real serious issues that I think all women face these doubts about themselves. Um, So, Chaley, I think, um, you know, I think where we can really kind of kick it off here is, um, you know, in your testimony where you talked about, um, you know, I I, I believe you used the word hate like you. You hated yourself um, on the exterior. Can you maybe take us, you know, back 
uh, a little bit. The two of you, you know, we'll kind of have you both kind of chime in as we as we kind of walk through this this journey. And and obviously, I know Jake for you, like uh, we spoke weeks ago, and and a lot of your motivation for what you're doing now has been rooted out of you know your your background and your relationship with your sister and other women's in your life. So, um, you know, maybe kind of take us back, you know, years where Jake, where you really started to kind of, you know, from the outside perspective, maybe see this, what was going on. Um, and then why you now committed your life to helping not just your sister, but helping women around the world, like, like really get, get out of this place. Mm-hmm. Taylor, I think you should start. <laughs> okay. So I, I guess I'll take you back to, when I was much younger. I'm currently 31 years old and Jake and I, he's about three and a half years young, younger than me. So I'm the older sister and I struggled throughout my entire life. I, we come from a family where we, we definitely had, you know, a roof over our heads. We always had food. We always had presents under the Christmas tree at Christmas time, you know, that type of thing. But our parents were also going through their own emotional struggles that I think made it hard for Jake and I at the time to learn how to love ourselves in a healthy way. So as I grew up, I went through a couple of things that led me ultimately to a path of severe eating disorders. Um, Some obviously hand in hand with that, some self image stuff, and then ultimately drug addiction. And I always say this, I was thinking about this the other day as I was kind of preparing myself um, for this podcast, I was thinking about, so Jake had to do one of the hardest things I think anybody would have to do. So my my, my mom and dad are divorced and they, they don't really talk and they never really did once they got divorced. So us kids kind of had to figure out um, that communication barrier ourselves. And so when I was in the very, very darkest of my addiction, Jake actually had to be the one to physically remove me from my mother's house. And I know how hard that was for him at the time, but he absolutely 110% saved my life because from that moment forward, I was forced to figure out, um, you know, what I can do to lead a better life. And it took months, you know, it took months of me really falling to the, the depths of some, some dark places, but I will forever be grateful that Jake found the strength to do that because nobody showed him, nobody told him, but I think there's always been a really special part about Jake that perhaps saw me struggle so much. And maybe he saw the beauty within me that I couldn't see myself. And he wanted so bad to be able to help women in general, because it's something that's lacking in this world. I think women and men too have a lot of pressure to look a certain way, to be a certain way. And as a result, we we develop these different addictions, eating disorders, drug addiction, um, what have you. And so I think that's something Jake has always wanted to help with. And that's why he comes from this mind, body, spirit, and yeah, it's just been so incredible to watch him grow. So since then, Jake and I have really been super, super close. He's one of my best friends in the whole entire world. And we've been able to kind of collaborate on this idea of what is self-love and how can we help women find that? Great. Yeah. So, excuse me. So Jake, um, just transitioning right, you know, right from where she was like, how would you, you know, in, in coaching with your women, like, how do you define self-love uh, to your students or to the women that you're working with? Like, if somebody comes to you, 
um, and they're in this place, um, maybe not at, at the point where Chaley was, but they're in a real, you know, dark place. Like they're, they're hiring you for, for coaching, but you know, it's, it's, it's much more than the exercise. Like how do you begin to walk women through like understanding self-love and defining it within themselves? You know, it's not perfect because I think we're all trying to figure that out. But I think what I've learned through the years of coaching women and men is that nobody's perfect. And I think we chase an illusion of perfection that doesn't exist. And so when it comes to self-love, it's all subjective to the individual, right? Like what I believe it to be and what Chaley believes it to be could be a little bit different. And when I look at all the different people that I coach, maybe the self-love for them is showing up in the relationship with their spouse and their kids or work or whatever. But for me, it's like all of that doesn't really matter unless you wake up every day and you have steps and strategies to actually implement it. So for me, it's like self-love isn't just an idea. It's how can I implement it every day? So it's journaling, it's gratitude, it's taking time for yourself an hour out of your day and shutting your phone off, um, going to your workout and actually being present in that moment. And, and so I guess Chaley could probably answer it better because for me, it's like, I think so many people are so different on their path. Um, but for me, it's intention. It's, it's spending the time to love yourself. And for me, it's alone time. And it's the, the impact that I can make on other people, but also spending the time by myself every day um, to fully feel that. That's amazing. And um, just, you know, just relating it to, to a post that I literally shared, I think, three days ago. Like, I've been, I've been a massive kind of personal development person my entire life. I mean, started reading, you know, Tony Robbins and Brian Tracy and Zig Ziglar books when I was like 21, 22 years old. Like it's been a lifetime journey for me. And it's like today's, you know, in today's world, like we have the ability to track everything that we're doing. We have, you know, smartphones that can track, you know, our, all of our daily calendars, our tasks, you know, that's a, a laundry list of that we need do. Um, we, we have wearable devices that can track our steps. We track our calories. We track our workouts. There's training apps. Like we can track, 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 track. But I think the big thing that, that you said, like the most important thing was like setting it the, with an intention, like having a purpose behind why we're, why we're doing like all the tactics in the world um, can be great. But if they're not applied with like a strategic plan of like intently, who do we want to be like who? And that's why I think like I'm a big you know advocate of journaling and, you know, daily gratitude. It's, it's something that I practice uh, myself. Um, but it's always has, you know, it always comes from the point of like, like setting that intention, like who am I trying to become like, like in, in essence, like I'm trying to create the person that is coming with love, like to love myself for who I'm becoming. Um, and I think that for me, yeah. that would probably be the way that I, you know, would, would define, define self-love. Yeah. And I'll let Chaley chime in. But the one thing I'll say on that too is, is that you're right. I mean, if you're not intentional and the crazy thing is people watching this, some people might be struggling right now. And it's funny when I struggle, I spend way more time. That's where I'm closest to God. And that's where I'm closest to my faith is when I'm struggling, my biggest, that's my biggest struggle. It's when things are really good, mm. that's when you need to lean in more because that's, if you slip and you forget what got you to where you're at, then it snowballs. And that's what I've noticed personally. If I don't stick to my routines and stick to my morning rituals, I fall out of that. And, and I, I find myself not loving myself and it becomes a slippery slope. So 
I think it's just so important to be consistent. Yeah, no, no consistency, 100%. Um, so Jake, I want to, I want to kind of backtrack just a tad um, because, you know, as Chaley was, was, was kind of, you know, sharing, sharing some of the past, it's like um, she, she left a few things out there that I kind of want to circle back and maybe, and maybe close up. She talked about, you know, your age different, you know, different, uh, your age difference. Yeah. <laughs> your age difference. Um, so with it being three, three and a half years and then, and, you know, reference kind of like you guys were, were at home at this time. So in these moments, you know, like when Chaley was really kind of starting to go down this, this path, like what age um, were the two of you? So I, Chaley, how old were you? I was 23 and Jake would have been 19, almost 20. Okay. So you're, so you're a, I mean, you're a young man, like, I mean, 19, 20 years old, like you guys a sophomore um, in college. Yeah. Where, um, where did you at that time, like, like find the awareness to, to be that rock for Chaley? Was it something, um, that you like, is this your background? Like as a kid, like, were, were you, were you that person or, um, like, like how were you that aware to, to really know that I need to reach out and, and let her lean, lean into me? You know, I think it was the first time where faith tested me and I realized that something needed to be done and I didn't really know the outcome, but I'll never forget the night that my mom called me to come over. I was driving and I was just praying the entire time. And I, I just said, you know, I don't really know what will happen, but I know that it needs to happen. And I don't know. I couldn't, you know, and that's the thing that I've constantly tried to realize is that I don't exactly know what sparked me to come over there to physically pick my sister up and to essentially get her on the street and, and snowball that into where she's at today. But it, it was just this burning, this burning strength in me that she will get better. She will get better. She will get better. And I kept saying that. And there wasn't necessarily a catalyst other than I knew as multiple times in the family, like I had to step up as the man at a young age. And uh, this was just another example. And I knew if it weren't me, I, I just wasn't confident that it would get done. And I knew that although it'd be really difficult, I saw the vision of Chaley having the life she's having today. And to me, that's the most rewarding experiences I could ever go through, seeing how she's doing right now. So um, to be honest, it was a mixture of things. But it, it was just a lot of faith in that moment. Incredible. So Chaley, so, so here we are where, you know, young woman, 23, like we're battling all of this. Our younger brother steps in, pulls us out. Now I know that from that day to today, like it hasn't been a straight shot up. Um, so, you know, maybe, you know, walk us through kind of what this journey has been like, um, you know, with Jake by your side, um, you know, what's, you know, what's worked for you, what's, you know, what hasn't like, um, to ultimately get you to, to where we are. And, you know, I think in us doing this, it's like, it's going to give Jake and I the opportunity and obviously yourself to, to really unpack it and just, just have some real value for the women that are listening out there, for the guys that are listening out there that maybe have a woman in their life. It doesn't have to be their sister. Um, it could be any female. And if, if they're at this point, it's like, like, let's take them through and let them know, like, like, a, you have to lean into to your faith. Like you have to, you have to have the belief that it will get better um, because it's it's gonna be a roller coaster. I know that for sure. Yeah. So, huh? Um, okay. So I I was twenty three years old that night. 
I remember the date. It was February 21st of 2012. It's so funny. I remember that date. And then I ended up moving to Prescott, which is about an hour and a half north of where we grew up, um, about three months later. So at that point, that's when, so you guys are talking about kind of this self-love journey and what does it mean to love yourself and to have have self-love. And this is kind of where I began to learn it. So first and foremost, I had to get the drugs and the alcohol you know, out of my system. It had to be gone. Um, I wasn't able to gain awareness around who I was and who I wanted to be and how to get there with, with an addiction. So I actually, you know, I, I did some own spiritual things that got me to a point where I had my own understanding of God and what it meant to be spiritual. And then one of the most important things that I think a lot of times is lost with women is find some other women, get to know the women in your life. I think that there is kind of this competitive thing with women that we are sort of taught through social media and through TV shows and commercials and advertisements and just, you know, politics, everything, you know, so I think that it's so important that we support one another. That was the biggest thing that I had is support from my family and Mm. support from other women. I had new friendships. I mean, these women were the, that I got sober with ended up being by my side when I got married and I learned how to love myself. So I'd like to kind of circle back if that's okay to the self-love that you guys were talking about mm, a little bit. Absolutely. Ago. Yeah. Um, so something that has taken me quite some time to really grasp and understand and be okay with is the fact that the idea of self-love is not a formula. It's not an exact science. It's not do A, B, and C and you will love yourself. It's something that grows and changes over time. The same way the relationship with your best friend grows and changes over time with your with your partner, with your spouse, um, with your girlfriend, boyfriend, mother, father. Um, our relationships grow and evolve as we grow and evolve. And that's what happens with self-love too. So I think where people kind of overthink it a little bit is is they think that it has to be this set thing like I do this every day and this every day and this every day and at the end of the day something that's really simple for me that I ask myself is am I treating myself like a best friend would would I treat my best friend the way that I'm treating myself would I tell my best friend that she's ugly would I tell my best friend that she shouldn't have done it like that and and a b and c and all of these foul things that we say to each other um and I've really tried to learn how to be my own best friend and I tried to help women learn how to be their own best friend. Now that doesn't mean don't have friends, but it means have enough respect for yourself to speak and love yourself the same way that you would love the person that you love the most in your life. So if that makes any sense. So that's kind of what I learned through not only having this relationship with Jake and evolving it evolving over time with him and my other brother and my family, but also other women around me um, and, and learning how to love myself through watching others do it and showing me how to do it too. No, that's, that's incredible. And it, it, it definitely makes sense. And, and if it doesn't, you guys want to hear that again, rewind this, listen to Chaley, uh, you know, recite it again, or we actually, one of our, uh, one of our first episodes, I think it was episode five. Um, I just, I, I, I love these podcasts because every single one, it's like, it all just pieces together. It's like, like when we're having these conversations, it's like, like these are the reasons why I'm having these these people on here. It's because we're all here for the you know 
we're all driving this train together. Like we're all, we're all here for the same mission, but um, our, one of our guests, Justin Shank talked about filling your cup up first. Um, and I think it's just, you know, it's, it's just saying exactly what you're saying, Chaley, exactly the same thing. Like, like you have to spend time in becoming your greatest person first. And that doesn't make you selfish in a way. It's like in order to service the world and, and show up for everybody that you, you have in your life, like you have to focus on, you know, a or person number one, absolutely first. So yeah, mm-hmm. super, super powerful there, Chaley. So, so I just want to shift just, just a tad, um, you know, obviously Jake with, with your background, you know, your, your degree in exercise science and what you're doing fitness in the world. I mean, um, I know your training, and your coaching has played a massive, a massive role in, in not just Chaley's transformation, but obviously all your students and all the women that you're working with. So at that time though, I, I just want to kind of, timeline kind of go real back to kind of that Chaley 23, like that pivotal moment. Um, did you guys immediately start, you know, implementing physical fitness or was that something that kind of came later on? And, um, if, if you were, you know, you took on a, a, a client now in a similar position, like how do you integrate, uh, self-love and then fitness, which is obviously a lot of times driven from the exterior, um, how do you integrate them? You know, a first, like, is that something that you did? Um, like I said, right out of the gate with Chaley. And then how do you, how do you integrate the two now? What age Chaley do you think you really started to take up fitness? Well, one on that event. So I, um, in my recovery and in my sobriety, I went through my first breakup and, um, I started running and that's when I started shifting everything because the running instead of using drugs or alcohol running, I was angry and that helped me kind of process through my anger. And so I think it was at that point. Cause I actually remember, I think I was a year and a half sober. So I was, must've been like, so it was a year and a half later. And I remember Jake coming and visiting me in Prescott and I had been running. Um, and then from then on him and I were able to kind of connect on, on that level too of like what, what being able to work out was actually doing and how, how um, doing more of that and learning more about nutrition could really help me better my life. And then I think it was maybe nine months later, Jake, I remember him sending me this plan and um, within a month I was seeing results and it, and it wasn't just the physical results. It was a lot of like, wow, I can do this. Like this is, and it was a coping mechanism for me. It was a huge coping mechanism. So it was probably about two or three years later that, that I think we really got into some stuff the physical aspect. Okay. Yeah. That's, that's funny that you use running to get out your anger because it does the complete opposite for me. Running <laughs> makes, makes me angry. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I definitely, I definitely get it from like, like the physical outlet of like, like the release standpoint. Um, me, it's so it's just always been a uh, default to like, let's go throw some heavy stuff around and try to build yeah. big muscles. But yeah, no, mm-hmm. it's like, I, 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 I definitely get it. It's like, like Rangry, we got to go, like we got to go release it. And there's no better way to do it than, right. than releasing it through a tool that's going to, going to, you know, strengthen, strengthen you physically. Um, okay. So it, so it was a, it was a couple years time between, you know, um, between you kind of starting the recovery um, and then, and then integrating the, the fitness component. Now, Jake, I guess the question is, as a, as a coach, um, as somebody that's, you know, studying nutrition 
um, studied exercise, studied psychology. Do you think that's the best route uh, for somebody to take? Or do you think that um, in working with somebody like, like integrating fitness and self-love kind of all at the same time um, would be a more effective approach? Yeah. So let me just start with what we do. If we take a, a cold person off the street who wants to train with us, right? So what we do is we have a nutrition training and mindset session. So it's split mm-hmm. into three before they even start. And I think what a lot of people don't have is that they don't even have the belief. So if they hire a trainer, the trainer's counting the reps and then they go home, but they still don't believe they can achieve it. So what we do is we look them in the eye and we say, look, we believe in you. I mean, that's step one. We're on your team. And the only way this is going to work is that we have a congruent relationship where we're honest and you can tell me everything and it's not going to leave this session. So we try to build trust first because the root isn't the training. It's a thousand other things that they don't talk about. So what we try to do is dive right into the actual root of the problem of, of what they're going through. And a lot of it is the self-love that we're, we're discussing um, or it's relationship issues or it's like you said, the addictions to food. And, and so I think really step one for Chaley, and I'm sure without even realizing it, it was like, you know what? I believe that running is my outlet now, right? So it's my replacement and I'm going to double down on that. And what we tell people is it doesn't really matter. The vehicle doesn't matter, right? We've talked, you're doing the carnivore diet. Chaley is doing the ketogenic diet. I follow more of the paleo principles with flexible dieting. We tell clients the vehicle doesn't matter. It's to get on a program and what we really pride ourselves on is customizing it to you, but then believing in you Mm. so much. I mean- and, and we don't just say that. We have coaching staff that is, is nothing but fulfillment to make sure that clients are feeling loved, right? I mean, if, it's, if we're not loving them and not showing the appreciation and creating a safe space for them to be themselves, well, then they're certainly not going to do it anywhere else in the world. So I think the belief in what you're doing and the trust from who you're with and who you're working with is the key. And so that's, that's really where we start. Yeah. And I think that's, I mean, I, I think every person, um, coming to you, I mean, maybe not every single one, but I know as a coach myself and even, even just being a human being, like we've, we've all failed, you know, like probably 95% of your clients are coming to you. You're not the first coach, um, that they're either working with hiring or at least interviewing in terms of like, um, this is, this is who I like, they know they need help. So that, unbelief in themselves is something that's like, like deeper, deeper rooted, um, I think in us as, as humans. So, um, I, I love the approach of like, like getting right to it, like straight out of the gate. Um, are there any like, like real, like tactical things that you guys are using and implementing with your clients that are, that you're finding success with, um, and, and overcoming those doubts and disbeliefs? Chaley can speak to that because she, we did a unlock your goddess. It was called unlock your goddess. We did a seven day challenge with, it, we had like 350 women in the Facebook group. And I don't know, Chaley, if you can think of, there was one video, um, where didn't they, didn't they have to pick a song that spoke to them? Yeah. So, cause this is powerful. This is really cool. Yeah, we, we did a lot of, I'm actually trying to find, um, some of, I'll, I'll look for that. But so we did, this was back in 2017. It was super, super amazing. 
Um, but we did. So one thing that I used to do, I used to run therapy groups. Um, I've, um, I'm finishing up my master's in counseling. So I've been blessed to be able to do um, some internship and work with women um, like in that setting as well. So I, and we did this in Unlock Your Goddess and we had them choose a song and play that song and really feel the song and then do a video of themselves sharing about, you know, what feelings that song brought up and, um, and share it with one another because that's part of being vulnerable as well. So that was one of the things we did. We had little activities like that each night. So um, I think, I know we did a good amount of journaling activities where, you know, really just trying to cultivate awareness because here's the deal. You can't change anything that you don't already know or have awareness around. So one of the first steps, I think, to making big change is just being aware and allowing yourself to be okay with the fact that that awareness is actually super painful most of the time. Like the first time I realized, wow, I am a raging addict and I need help. That wasn't a happy, happy feeling. That wasn't a happy thought. It was, it was really heartbreaking, but it, it was absolutely vital in order for me to get to a spot where I was willing to accept help the same way with anybody that's that's wanting to make a change or get out of a toxic relationship you have to be aware of it and then you have to be honest with yourself and with others um, in order to get help and make change so a lot of that was about cultivating awareness so that these women kind of even knew where to go from there but it was it was such an incredible experience and then what we found is a community so you know we're we're big on environment. I mean, I, I'm a firm believer that if you shake your environment and change it, Taylor jokes, even if moving a piece of furniture, right? The energy in your room now <laughs> yeah. changes and shifts. Little things. Oh, yeah. And so this this group with 350 women, it was it was cool. Like every like Taylor was saying, every day had a task or or like a homework assignment to post. And the first one, everyone's a little bit hesitant, but then that one person steps up and gets over that fear of 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 posting about it. And then day two instead of 10 people, now there's 30 people. And now it's everybody's engaging by day five. And I feel like that's, that's ultimately what this world's missing. Everyone feels as if we're super, we're super connected, but we're super isolated. And community is, is really the missing link, I feel like with so many people. And I know that's what's really empowered Chaley and, and a lot of our clients. Yeah, just I mean, she she talked about it as as part of one of the first things she knew she had to do, um, you know, when she removed herself, removed herself or you removed her from your mom's house, you removed her from the environment, put her into a new environment. And she talked about the community at that point. So, I mean, just 15 minutes ago, um, throughout, you know, telling a story, it's like it was it was right there, like in our face. And, you know, I, I know our mutual friend, um, Luis Diaz, like he's massive on community, like um we talked about it on, on our episode, like uh, something we've done, you know, we've done it with, with the show, you know, uh, so everybody listening out there, like if this is your first time here in this episode, make sure to check it out on Facebook, like the Facebook community um, where I go in, I share, you know, I share every episode, it gives us the opportunity. It is a private group, so you have to be approved to get into it, uh, but it's open up and it's, it's, it's there for guys to, to be vulnerable, to share their, to share their stories, to share their struggles. Um, and it's a community of people helping people. And it's just, super powerful and super incredible. So, so yeah, definitely. Um, and I want to say real quick, not to cut you off, but that's incredible, especially from looking at it from a guy because it's getting better, but the whole masculinity deal where men feel as if they can't share their emotions. And so you find a lot of men's conversation revolves around sports and girls and drinking and 
but truthfully, what we're talking about really isn't necessarily gender specific. It's, it's, we all need to be talking about it. We all need to be aware of it, but it's really, really hard when you have a society that scolds it and that thinks it's weird or that you're, you know, a, a queer or whatever, because you're talking about emotional things that are, yeah. that are that matter, you know? So and that's, and that's exactly why I'm here. That's why I started this episode. You know, that's why I started this podcast. That's why I've gone on other shows. And, you know, when people have asked me like, Frank, how did you change, you know, how did you change your life? And like, I look him dead in the eye and it's like, like you just have to start with love, just start with love of yourself and love of the world. Um, sorry, I keep referencing other episodes, but it's like, it's, it's, it's just all tying together. Um, Eric Sazelstein, we, uh, we were talking prison, uh, from prison to purpose and prosperity was, was the episode. And he was a drug dealer, uh, that's now traveling the world and speaking on stage. Um, he dropped the term heart centered alpha. Um, and, and like, I, immediately like jumped onto it. I was like, dude, like I'm with I you there. That. Like, like we're creating a movement in the world of heart centered alphas. Um, and it doesn't have to be alpha males. It can be alpha females. You know, I think, I think that term can, can go both ways, but, but heart centric, it's like, it's like leading with love, leading with our heart, leading with vulnerability. It's like, uh, that's where real change takes place inside. And that's where real change takes place, uh, in the world as well. Um, you know, one thing I think um, from your perspective, Jake, you know, like we said, obviously you and, you know, you and Shaley have a, um, having a, a unique relationship from maybe some of our listeners, but um, if there's a guy out there and, you know, he's listening to this and maybe he's beginning to see um, in a female in his life, maybe it's not his sister, but maybe it's his wife, maybe it's his girlfriend, maybe it's just a friend, maybe it's his mom. Um, if he's starting to see some of these traits and trends that, um, you know, Chaley had back, you know, back when you were there for her, um, what, what would be some advice to him? You know, how can he, um, without making the matter worse, because we all know that that could possibly, um, easily be done. Like how, like, how can he step in, um, and help pull, pull her out of that, um, and start going down this path of, of self-love? So I think it's really just making sure they realize that it's not like with Chaley, for example, it's not her, right? It was the addiction and the alcohol and the just negative mindset that she had at that time. You have to almost look past that and see the Chaley or the individual that you truly know and not attach that addiction to that person. And sometimes it does require tough love. That doesn't mean picking your significant other or your sister out and throwing them on the street, but it's just having that conversation and sitting down and being able to open up and communicate. I think so many people just push things under the rug and hope that it gets better, but it's, it's saying, Hey, I, I look, I've been noticing these things. I truly don't think it's your best self right now. What can you and I do to unpack that? And I think one of the best things that couples can do is go through therapy together in some way or another, whether that's hiring a therapist or just reading together, journaling together. I think it's so easy not to do those things, but it, they, they really are so simple. Um, but like in Chaley's perspective, I just kept telling myself, it's not, this isn't my sister. This isn't who I love. This isn't the person I know. It's this other thing taking her down. What can we do to have that get, like, to get rid of that? Uh, and so it's almost like detaching 
that from her, if that makes any sense, not viewing her as an alcoholic, viewing her as, Hey, it's my sister. And if anything, this is where she really, like during these times, if I push back, I don't know where she would be. Right. Like this is where I need to step up, whether it's tough love or sitting down and navigating journaling together. It's when people are going through this, when you love them, it's not the time to turn your cheek. It's the time to be there. And sometimes it does require some hard decisions. Uh, and I know Chaley can definitely talk on that as well, though. Yeah. Well, so yeah. from the from the female perspective, yeah, Chaley didn't. Go ahead. Oh, no. Uh, I was just – sorry, I lost my chair. I think, yeah. And then also there's so many people out there that have been through the same thing that – like call call people for help there's always someone out there that can help you know you don't have to ever be in this alone and I think my story is kind of an extreme you know you know a lot of people probably have women in their life that are struggling but they're not it's not to how I was where you have to lift them up and 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 do this this sort of act in order for them to kind of get to a different spot but for women that are struggling with things like self self self-esteem and self-worth and self-love Sometimes as simple as just loving her through those moments can make the world of difference, especially in relationships. Like I, I know my husband, my husband is incredible, but he has gotten very good over the last seven years at knowing when I'm having a mood or a period of, of growth, I call it, where I'm in a lot of emotional pain. And he has gotten very good at allowing me to move through that without taking it personally with also telling me how loved I am. And that doesn't mean that I don't have to find my worth myself, but knowing like kind of like what Jake said to, you know, not turning your back on somebody, but really just loving them through that and asking for help when you need it. Um, I still have other people in my corner that I call when I don't know how to do something or if I don't know how to handle a situation. And that's the beauty of connection these days. And that's the beauty of having these relationships in your life. Yeah. Once again, it's just going back to, to the root of it. It's like human connection, like relationships, human to human connection. Um, Shelly, you mentioned a few times, like uh, some of the counseling work and um, now I know you're, you're finishing up with, with your master. So what's kind of, you know, what's kind of the, on the, you know, on the next chapter for, for you, like, like, where's, you know, where are you looking to get back? Where are you looking to support other women? I know this is a big passion of yours now. So kind of what are like, like the next big, you know, things in, in your life? Um, so I, it's hard to say I have so many things that I want to do. But ultimately, I my husband and I both and, and Jake and it's, we, we want to help people, men and women both. And so I think you know, it's, I would love to be able to do some trauma therapy with women. I would love to be able to collaborate with my brother on something with Jake, you know, be able to say like, Hey, let's do this together and really kind of take helping people to a different level because we each have our own kind of areas that we are um, trained in. So as far as like a specific plan, I'm, I'm going to be honest, I don't know want I have one right now, but I want to help people and I want to give back. And I think that's going to look like a couple of different businesses that I'm able to do with, with my family and with my husband and um, ultimately, you know, having a private practice too. And this will and this will help you, Frank. So when are you, when are you graduating, Chaley? 2020. So okay, September so- of next year. 
so this is really amazing. Seven years, well, so February of 2012, I mean, she was on the street homeless mm. for three months. And now a year from now, she'll be walking down, getting a diploma with her master's. That right there is more than what anybody could. I mean, it's just, it's so amazing. And I think it's just, it brings perspective because there could be people watching this that are in the lowest steps of their life, or maybe there's just some up and downs going, but it's like, man, just that alone for me, it's man, that if that's all you achieve, Jaylee, that's, that's seriously. And I know it's going to be way more than that, but that's just incredible. Like, it's just for me to see that it's, I mean, it's just insane. It really is. Well, I, think, I think it's important. I was actually just before this, this, um, podcast I was talking to a girl and she's struggling right now and I found myself telling her to and this is so huge and I I had people tell me this every day but to just trust the process when you are in pain you are growing so every time that I am in emotional pain I know that it is for some bigger purpose for my soul devolution and for me to be happier and a better version of myself and it makes that pain a little bit easier. So just just trusting the process is so, so important, whether it's through fitness or um, your, your therapy or whatever you're doing, just trusting the process and knowing that it's not an overnight thing. And um, most of your big life lessons are going to come from when you're super uncomfortable. Yeah. And I think that's so hard for people to get. And I, as a, as a coach, it's like, and you know, everybody has worked out to the point where they're, you know, physically in pain. Everybody listening to this um, has been to that point. It's like, we understand it from our body's perspective. Like if I'm going to grow physically, like there's going to be an element of pain, whether that's pain of training, pain of running. Cause it, you know, it makes me angry. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you know, the, the delayed onset muscle soreness that comes, you know, a day or two day later, it's like, like the pain is there from a physical perspective, but no, you're saying like, like if we're growing emotionally, if we're growing spiritually, like, like there's going to be an element, a component of pain. Um, what 100% love that. And I, in, and, and like I said, I don't, I don't, I don't think most people get it. It's like, like, no, I should always emotionally be not, I should always be okay. Should always, everything's just going to be fine. It's like, like, no, if it's all just going to be fine and okay, then you're just going to be stuck exactly where you are. But, you know, I think, um, an element of living a superhuman life, if we're tying it into the show, it's like, it's like, no, we're always striving for our best. We're always striving for, you know, the best version of ourselves. Like, like you said earlier, Jake, or, you know, the greatest version of ourselves, or, or the superhuman, you know, like, like it's, it's, we're always striving to, to become better with intent um, you know, because it's purpose driven and, you know, we're, we're a belief in something, you know, beyond ourselves, but we always have the intent for who we're going to be. And then we're, then we know that it's going to be an element of, of work consistency over time and a little bit of pain. And, um, as long as we can, you know, keep the belief in ourselves, I think like Jake has said numerous times, it's like knowing that at the end of the day, like we're always going to get to where we ultimately were destined, uh, to be. So incredible, Charlie. Um, so Jake, I know, uh, I know we've been, you know, we've been talking for a few weeks. I, I know one of the things that I have kind of in my dreams for you guys working together. Um, so I'm going to put you on the spot right here. Are, uh, are the listeners of this episode, are, are they going to get an opportunity to hear Chaley and, Joy, uh, Chaley and Jake in the future at some time? Or, or what's up with this podcast idea that you guys have? <laughs> Make it a little lighter. <laughs> we, we are, I would say January 2020 should be our goal. And I think we just for, and this is just a, a really good example of take imperfect action. And 
we've been, and this has been really good, Frank, talking to you, knowing that it doesn't, the production, the quality, the editing, it doesn't need to be just spectacular to start. I think for us, it's just getting our our ideas and, and notes on paper and just running with it. So um, expect it to be very soon. Yeah. And Chaley, right, Ch- 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 yeah. Ch- we, we love you, but there's been horns, sirens, trucks. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like, We're hearing but, all of that. Yeah. but, but, but that's what this is. You know, it's like, for me, it's, I, I just, I just, I just love these conversations. I love these connections. Um, you know, I have lifetime friends now. Um, and, and it all came from, you know, just a simple introduction to, you know, through, through our great friend, Luis Diaz. So, um, yeah, so, you know, sorry to <laughs> just kind of, kind of bushy a little bit there, but, um, so Jake, <laughs> so, yeah, so, so other than that, what's, what's, what's on the docket, you know, what's, what's, what's coming up for Jake and, and the team over there at Grindset Fitness. I know you guys got some big things in the works. Yeah. So right now we sublease out of two locations, so I don't own any of them. Uh, so one of my, not one, the, the biggest goal for 2020 is to secure our own location. And so it's just been kind of a back and forth with, with uh, the, the finances on that. Cause it can get a little bit complicated, especially because Scottsdale is rather expensive. Mm. Uh, but that, that's the goal. I, I what I want to create, what's been hard and, and what's been hamstringing me is, is, uh, and I know Chaley can attest to this with the community, is that we're kind of paint the picture. We're renting out a facility. There's other trainers there. So it's like, you know, in a salon, you sublease. That happens all the time. You can do that mm-hmm. with training. So that's what we're doing. But what we haven't been able to do is really create our identity in the gym. And that's really what our next step is. And I'll allow us to have an HQ, do videos, have seminars. I can picture Chaley giving talks to women there. Just... I think it would just open the door to a multitude of things. And so that's, that's the big rock for, for 2020 and just gearing the team to get ready for that. And we're, we're picking out locations and looking at it right now. So that would be the main focus. And until then, I I think all the other little goals need to sit because this is the biggest one and need to make that happen. And we're going to be hitting our five year anniversary in January. So uh, for mindset, so kind of cool. That's, that's incredible. And anything I can do, you know, from a support help standpoint, marketing perspective, um, when you guys that. are ready to ready to launch that. Um, so I know you also do some online mm-hmm. um, stuff as well. So you know, I think as we kind of wrap, wrap things up here um, and kind of bring it to a close, um, you know, somebody's out there, let's say there's a female listening or even a, you know, even a male, because I know you guys do work with both, both mm-hmm. men and women. Um, how can they look in the grind set? How can they get in contact with you? Chaley, if there's a woman out there and she's going through some, some stuff, I just, you know, kind of give you both the opportunity to, uh, to plug yourselves and where can people, you know, to reach you if they, they want to hear more. Yeah. So honestly, grindset.com, but you know, I know you have a very select group of women that are listening text. I mean, text me 602-292-9742. I mean, I'm serious because I, I think that sometimes going on websites and applying and everything, I think for the viewers, for you, just if, if you're feeling like this resonated and there's anything that we can do and I can forward that to Chaley, I would be more than happy. You, know, you can go to my Instagram, Jake Coyle and, and all of that. But if you feel even just, hey, I, I, I need someone to talk to, we, we love this stuff and, and we truly want to help, especially with your viewers. So. Yeah, no, that's, that's incredible. And, and the fact that you're giving out your phone number um, <clears throat> shows that you, you, you're really speaking from a place of love and, 
in wanting to help. So yeah. no, I no, I appreciate that. It all goes and, to the same place. Yeah. <laughs> and we'll all we'll 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 link all that stuff up um down at the bottom in, in the show notes. Um if you guys didn't catch that or if 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 you just want to simply um have a place to reference all that, we'll make sure to get the website, the IG, the phone number, the email. We'll put all that down in the uh in the show notes. Um yeah, so this has been incredible. I thank you guys so much for you know coming on here today and uh, you know opening up and being vulnerable, Shaylee and uh, you know Jake, kind of you know sharing sharing your side of the story and you know talking about you know the things we did and you know, ultimately finding self love and, and having belief and then you know some of the first steps that people need to take. Um, you know, like I shared with you guys prior to, to hopping on here, the mission of this show um, is to hold, ultimately help men break free from the shackles of addiction through the power of faith and fitness. Um, and I truly do believe that we all were created for a specific purpose. Um, and once we can unlock that inside of us, um, and then for me, take control of our vessel, then we can create our own superhuman life. Uh, so that's, that's kind of how I um, define the show. Uh, but I always like to kind of give the guests the opportunity uh, as we wrap it up here to, um, to put your own spin on it. So, so Jake and Chaley, as we, as we wrap it up, before we say goodbye to everybody, um, we'll start with you, Jake. How would you, how would you define living a superhuman life? Peace, having peace, freedom. But I think freedom comes with peace. And actually that's, that's straight out of Bobby's, Bobby's, uh, discussed him and I, so Chaley's husband, we talked okay. about that, but, but peace. Yeah. Having peace, inner peace outer peace, being comfortable and present every single day. Loving yourself from the inside out. Yeah. Yep. Chaley, any, anything to add? I think that I would agree with that and just human connection and really focusing on putting the technology down and, and connecting with those around us. Um, and then I also just wanted to add that. So my, I, I, me and my husband both help people find treatment from addiction. If there is, anybody is listening here and they have a friend, a family member, anybody at all in their life or themselves that needs treatment, or maybe they're not ready, but they just need somebody to talk to. I am available as well. And I will also give my phone number. It's 480-296-5205. You know, and between my husband and I and Jake, I really think that we can, we can help if anybody needs it at all, even someone just to talk to yeah, no, that's that's incredible. And make sure to get all that uh, plugged down as well. So, um, so amazing, guys. Thank you. Thank you so much. I know that there was so much uh, value and just 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 if people allow this um, to show this episode to to speak to them, the right ones out there, it, it, it can ultimately uh, change their lives, which I think can can lead to changing the world. So I appreciate you both. Um, for everybody that's out there listening to this, we really do 100% appreciate you guys for tuning into this episode. If this was your first time uh, and you guys have not yet done so, please make sure to subscribe uh, on iTunes, whatever podcast platform you are listening to. Um, and if you did find value in this, or if you know somebody out there uh, that, like Chaley said, is, is in a dark time, is in a point in their life where they need help, send them over here, guys. Share this link with them. Um, and if you can help us to continue to spread this message by leaving us a five-star rating and review, that only helps us get this show in front of more people. So with that, guys, Frank Rich, Jake Coyle, Chaley Cording, love you all. Thank you so much. We'll talk to you soon.